Frustrated with toxic people, they can't see how much they hurt me. I just want this chaos to cease. Here's your host, Dr. Shayla, my source for how to live a life of peace. Find peace in the midst of toxic negativity. Welcome to the Toxic People Detox, a practical guide for finding peace in the midst of toxic people. Because it's not about changing them. It's about changing how you respond to them and doing so in a productive, healthy way. This is episode 15, your secret weapon against toxic people. You know, one thing I want to do for the summer after I turn 40 is just go RVing or maybe do a cross country thing. So I started looking up some YouTube videos and there was this person probably in her early 20s who quit her job. She got out of a lease in her apartment. She dropped out of school and she started living in her van. She said, I just want to go find myself. There's actually a, a significant group of people who do this type of thing. They live in their vehicles or are their RVs, you know, whether it's a van or an RV or whatever. And I'm thinking, okay, I'm not going to begrudge anyone else's experience. If she decides she wants to get in a vehicle and go cross country, hey, have at it. But the question is, is that really necessary? Can we find ourselves in our own home? And what about people who can't just stop and drop everything and do that? Well, when it comes to finding yourself, finding yourself is determining who you are without external labels. People will project onto you. I had an acquaintance who posted a note on Facebook saying, you know, I'm a nerd and proud of her. It was something to that effect. And then there were some people said, no, you're not a nerd. I'm like, okay, well, I've known this person for a long time. In many ways, we're cut from the same cloth. I'm like, yeah, I consider myself a nerd too. And if someone tells me or not, I'm like, do you really know me? I have to wonder. Or are you projecting what you think you want because it makes you uncomfortable to be around someone like that? I don't know. You be the judge. And when it comes to self-discovery, the question is, who are you? And most people have trouble answering that question because we live in a society where most of us have lost our sense of self. That's why you see in books, podcasts, programs about how to find your authentic self. We tell people to look within. We know that means self-reflection or self-introspection. But what are you supposed to be looking for exactly? What questions should you ask yourself? Which brings me to the title of this podcast your secret weapon against toxic people. Now, if you've been listening to me for any length of time, you know how I roll. I don't like to beat around the bush. Let's get right down to it. Your secret weapon is something called your personal manifesto. And basically it's a statement of who you are. From time to time, I'll do some personal development for my students and I will actually have them craft their personal manifesto. I'll give them some very basic instructions, but I don't tell them how to do it. I'm just curious to see how many of them would try to push through it. And of course, many of them just stop and they'll say, look, I don't know what I'm doing here. This is hard. I said, of course, but it sounds great in your head, doesn't it? They say, yeah, it sounds great in our head, but we just can't put it to paper. And I said, that's exactly why I'm having you do this. I have a template for you. And the link to the download is right below the show notes. Now it's not an email opt-in. It's not an affiliate link. It's not an offer. It's a direct click on it. You'll get your stuff right then and there. If you're listening to me, you're, you're at the gym or you're at work or you're driving, please don't write anything down. Just keep doing what you're doing. Okay, so the personal manifesto, why do I say it's a secret weapon? One of the reasons that toxic people can trip you up is because you're not operating on a solid foundation. In our heads, we think we are, but the reality of the situation is, well, we're not. And we're not robots. We can't guard ourselves 100%. We are human beings. But for the most part, when you have that sense of self, it becomes your foundation and it's hard to knock you off of it. That's why the previous episode, I talked about the most important skill for dealing with toxic people. 
So let's talk about this personal manifesto. Now, if you look at my template, you know, go ahead and find some time and download it. Let me share with you my personal manifesto. The first thing I have down there is a quote. Time is a great teacher, but unfortunately it kills all of its pupils. So find a quote that you like, a quote that pretty much sums up what you think about life in general. But basically to me, what that quote means that clocks may stop working but time marches forward. I'm 39 years old. I'll be 40 in April of 2018. I'm pretty much at the halfway point. And that's assuming that I live to an old age. There's no guarantee I'll live to see tomorrow. So I'm constantly aware of time. Okay. And then I have a summary. I actually put this in the template, my own personal manifesto, so you can have it. But I talk about, you know, I live the good life, not the goods life. Clothes, transportation, and shelter are necessary for my daily life, but that's not something I spend a lot of time on. And for other people, I know maybe a house is the most important thing to them, whatever it is. You know, the beauty of a personal manifesto is that it's yours. You don't have to like the things I like. You don't have to share the same values that I share. And another thing I say, and if you've been listening to my podcast, you've heard me say this quite a bit. I am not Atlas hoisting the world up on my shoulders. I will assist in whatever way I can, but I will allow a person to make his or her choices and to face the consequences of his or her actions. All right. So that's that section, pretty much a summation of what you believe or how you see the world. So the first is a quote. The second is a summary. The third thing I have is a section I call things I won't tolerate. Now for me, I put five things down there. One thing is I'm not doing something that someone else volunteered me to do without my permission. If you want me to do something, ask number two, I don't like meetings with no agendas. Unless it's work, because I'm kind of contractually obligated to do that. I was helping a person run for office. And so we come to a meeting and she says, okay, I don't really have an agenda. We're just going to talk and see what comes out of it. I got up and left. I said, there is no way you're going to waste my time like that. Because meetings with no agendas can go on and on and on. Tell me what exactly you want to get done here. Number three, pointless arguments. Number four, I will not tolerate people putting a burden on me that they themselves wouldn't carry. Don't expect me to do something that you yourself wouldn't do. Now I said, wouldn't, not couldn't. There's a difference. And number five, I will not tolerate intimidation, threats, or bullying. I have parents, their child got a bad grade. So they come to me and they say, we can go to the president. I said, that's fine. It's okay. If you go to the president, I can't stop you from doing that. But understand, I will tell him the same thing I'm telling you. Basically, I don't let them threaten or bully me into submission. Okay. So the first was a quote. The second is summation. The third, things you won't tolerate, four is what I call your core values or your core virtues. Virtues are pretty much the positive traits of humanity. That is, and there are a list of them. If you Google virtues, human virtues, you'll see things like generosity, intelligence, kindness, courage. I just focus on four because it's easy for me to remember rather than trying to have 15 because then it doesn't mean anything to me. It's not personal. But these four things, sure, there's intelligent. I consider myself to be an intelligent person, but that's not one of my core virtues. They are authenticity, creativity, independence, and detachment. I value those four things above all things. Authentic, because I'm an introvert, I prefer to be in a group of small, real friends than a large group of people I barely know. I like to be creative. It nourishes my soul. Independence, (laughs) I don't like being micromanaged. Detachment, it doesn't mean that I don't care or I'm apathetic. It just means that I don't get caught up in the drama of a situation. And then the final thing is what I call the pillars. These are statements that you live by. And again, I have four. 
because they're easier for me to remember. One is called to much is given, much is required. That's actually out of the Bible. No, Luke 12, 48, if I'm not mistaken. But it just means that there are gifts that are given to me in life. There are opportunities that I have. And I don't just hoard them for myself. I share them with other people because I want to bring value to other people's lives. Uh, the second one is entia non suit multiplicando prioritarianus as he taught him. Entities must not be multiplied beyond that which is necessary. In other words, keep it simple. The third one is a, is a quote, between the idea and the reality, between the motion and the act falls the shadow. All that means is there's a disconnect between what we say and what we do. It's one thing to have things in your head. It's another thing to actually act them out. And then the last one is actually one of mine. The way you are is a reflection of who you are. Basically, it's, as I've said, Newton's third law of motion. To every action, there's an equal and opposite reaction. What you throw out at people is basically what you throw out yourselves. And that's how toxic people are. They're control freaks is because they feel their lives are out of control. If they're spewing out hatred towards you, this is self-hatred. It sounds corny, but that's actually human nature in a nutshell. This is very simple what I'm telling you here, but understand there's a difference between something being simple and something being easy. I tell people, Hey, what if I told you I would give you a million dollars? All you have to do is take a 10 speed bicycle and go from New York city to LA and do it in three days. Yeah. Good luck with that. That's a very simple thing. Go from point A to point B in this amount of time. Here's your reward. I can't get any simpler than that, but is that easy? No, it's not easy. Now I had someone tell me, now what if I put the 10 speed bicycle on the back of a pickup and that look, look, you have simultaneously proven and have missed my point. Okay. That we human beings like to overcomplicate things. All right. And another example I'll give is my mother. When my mother was on her deathbed, the hospital staff asked me if we should take her off the respirator or not. Now that was a very simple question. It was a yes or no question, but it wasn't an easy decision to make. And that's what I want to get across to you. This is some very simple stuff, but it may not be easy because most people probably never thought about this before. And you know what? You don't have to do this in a certain amount of time. I'm not putting any time restrictions on you. It has to be done by this Friday or this Thursday or whatever. Do this at your own pace. Even though this is simple, it's also very powerful because once you put this on paper, once you get out of your head, because things sound great in our heads. But has that ever happened to you where you had something in your head and you planned what you're going to say and when it was time to say it, it did not come out the way you thought it would? Yeah, because our minds play tricks on us. So when you put things on paper, you see what's really going on with you and then you can make changes. And if once you write this personal manifesto, there's always space to change down the road. You're not stuck on it. So that is your secret weapon against toxic people. Your personal manifesto. Why? Because toxic people probably don't do this. They don't ask themselves the hard questions because they're afraid of what they're going to find. They're afraid of themselves. Now, people who don't do this, are they toxic? No, that's not what I'm saying. All I'm saying is people who are, they're probably going through that where they just cannot face the truth of themselves. And so when you're dealing with them, if you can do that for yourself, face the truth of who you are and be comfortable with who you are, that's most of your battle right there. So go and download that template, read my personal manifesto to see how I crafted this and then use that to craft yours. And then once you have it down on paper, you can start living it out and not just deal with toxic people, but get a sense of who you are and say, yes, this is who I am. This is what I believe. This is why I believe it. And it makes you powerful. So once you fill out the template, subscribe, rate, and review, I would be most grateful. And until next time, I wish you peace in the midst of toxic people. Take care. Go to the toxic people detox. 
www.thepeacemaker.com Find peace in the midst of toxic negativity.